0: Welcome to another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. Hopefully everyone out there listening in the U.S. had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Uh, We were sort of off last weekend to enjoy the holiday. Um, So thank you all for tuning in today And we have a great show lined up for you So I'm just going to kind of get right into it Because there's a lot of information that uh, we'd like to get to in just one short hour Um, So today, my guest is a naturopathic doctor And, you know, I'm a physical therapist Coming from more the traditional sense of uh, the medical field So I'm looking forward to kind of what she has to to offer to, to us today. So my guest is Dr. Maria Wanzak. She is a naturopathic doctor and licensed acupuncturist. She received her naturopathic medical degree from Bastier University, and I hope I said that right, uh, located in Seattle, Washington, and her acupuncture degree from the Tri-State College of Acupuncture right here in Manhattan. And she has been in practice for 11 years. She is an active member of the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, the Pennsylvania Association of Naturopathic Physicians and the Association for Professional Acupuncture in Pennsylvania. She currently resides in Pennsylvania where she has a private practice and speaks to many groups on a variety of topics in natural medicine. And we also went to the same high school. So I'm very happy to uh, introduce Maria to you all. So Maria, thank you for coming on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Great. So like I said, we have so much information to get through in like one short hour. And I know I was speaking to you over the weekend and saying just how quickly it just sort of flies by. So hopefully we'll be able to get everything in that we want to. Yes. So the first question is pretty basic and I think something that a lot of people don't know, and that is what is a naturopathic doctor and how does it differ from a regular doctor, an osteopath, that kind
1: of stuff? Right. Well, basically, naturopathic medicine aims to prevent and treat both acute and chronic illness. And we really try to support the body um, in, its, in kind of supporting the body's own healing process. Now, the difference really between a naturopathic doctor and a traditional medical doctor is that naturopathic doctors really try to focus on the cause of the, the disease rather than just kind of treating symptoms Mm -hmm. and naturopathic doctors attend a four-year graduate level accredited medical school. They have all the basic science training, just like a traditional medical doctor, but then we get into all of the holistic therapies,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, things like clinical nutrition, homeopathy, botanical medicine. We even do psychology and counseling. Um, Naturopathic doctors have to pass a national board exam as well. So there are really kind of vast differences between naturopathy and traditional medicine, Mm -hmm. where your traditional doctor will do medications. Naturopathic doctors will kind of go for nutrition and herbs first. Gotcha.
0: And I know that you said that you have to pass an accredited. uh, You have to go to an accredited school and pass a national exam. Right Um, now. There are people who may say, well, I practice naturopathic medicine or I do herbal medicine, but they've never, they haven't gone to the accredited school or passed the, nat- the exam. So, mm-hmm. therefore, they're sort of not recognized by a naturopathic physicians, sort of how you're part of the, you know, American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. Right. Gotcha.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because there are people that call themselves naturopaths, and they get an online degree. Mm. Um, And that's quite dangerous to the public because, you know, the person coming off the street is going to a naturopath who may only have knowledge, uh, you know, of a few weeks course online, whereas, you know, I have an undergraduate degree in biology, and then I went to a four-year naturopathic medical school. So the training is very different as well.
0: Right. And so when you're, so let's say I'm the consumer and I'm going out and I'm looking to find a homeopathic doctor, Mm -hmm. what are the things that I really want to look for?
1: Well, you'd certainly want to ask if they graduated from an accredited naturopathic medical school Mm -hmm. that's really important and if they passed national board exams you know i went to bastier university Mm -hmm. there's a university in arizona in portland oregon in connecticut there are a few also in canada Mm -hmm. there aren't really that many in the united states Mm -hmm. um You can also go on to um, naturopathic.org, which is the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians website, where you can actually find a doctor. And anybody on that website will be from an accredited school.
0: Right. And I know you said that there's not a lot of schools in the U.S. Do you know of, do you know, I guess, the the difference between countries. So, you know, you have here in the US versus in Canada or in Europe or in, you mm-hmm. know, let's say the far east. What is the difference in your profession in those different countries? I mean, it, it or do you
1: know? I'm not really sure, but as far as naturopathic training, it's pretty much across the board. Okay.
0: Okay. And how about internships, things like mm-hmm. that? You have to do that as well?
1: Right. Well, we have to have um, preceptorships with okay. doctors in their own offices. Okay. Because we're not emergency medical doctors by any means, we're more mm-hmm. kind of primary care docs. Okay, um, a, a residency is not a requirement at this point. Mm-hmm. There are naturopathic residencies, but they're kind of few and far between. Um, basically, we have an outpatient clinic where the last two years of our training we spent a great deal of time in the clinic and in doctor's offices doing preceptorship. Gotcha. So it's not kind of a traditional uh, residency rotation ER hospital kind of a thing. Um, It's a little bit different kind of a training.
0: Right. And and what sort of diagnoses would you treat? What are the most common ones that you see?
1: Um, I see in my practice, because I have an acupuncture degree, I Mm -hmm. do see a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. I also have a lot of uh, women's health issues. Mm -hmm. Menopause is a big one. PMS. um, A lot of digestive complaints. um, Things like that.
0: Okay. Well, geez, maybe we'll uh, have some questions on that a little bit later. I could probably use that help. Um, so, So, so you know let's we'll sort of start this next question we'll kind of start it now and probably finish it into the next segment but um how do you respond to criticisms that naturopathic medicine is not as evidence based or as peer reviewed as the mm-hmm. traditional medicine you know that it's more well anecdotal or it's it's like witch doctor stuff
1: right right well I would say maybe 20 to 25 years ago, that would certainly be the case, where it was kind of an uphill battle for naturopathic doctors. You know, uh, the the remedies would work, but we really couldn't explain why. Well, now it's quite different. Okay. All of the naturopathic colleges, um, as well as other entities, are actually doing the research. There are a whole lot of scientifically valid, you know, clinically relevant information that is out mm-hmm. there. We actually have an online journal now, and it's the Natural Medicine Journal, mm-hmm. and it's a peer-reviewed journal. And it does contain a lot of scientifically valid studies. Um, There are literature reviews. There are treatment protocols. There are herb-drug interactions. Mm -hmm. There's profile of herbs and nutrients. There's original research. So now there is a lot of research that's going on in the natural medicine field. So now I can say, well, I'm giving you this herb, and here is why. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And a
1: lot of times, you know, I can possibly show someone some research on that particular treatment. Right,
0: right, versus just saying, well, you know, this concoction works just because I've used it on a couple people and it worked.
1: Exactly, exactly, and, and, and yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, I think across the board in medicine, naturopathic and traditional medicine, you know, you're finding that more research is done just because there's higher... There's just It's easier to do research Because there are Let's say You know in, in traditional medicine They're doing a lot of research Into pain in the brain And because we have Functional MRIs mm-hmm. So you know There's more I guess Research tools available Now than there right. were 20 or 25 years
1: ago Right Exactly Exactly.
0: Okay. Well, I think, and you know, I think that's very important because a lot of people. And we were sort of discussing over the weekend that I, I was saying I read an article and a woman was. A naturopath. Now, I don't know, like you said, if she went to a four-year college and, and was accredited and, and took national exams, but she was working with a woman and, and just the headline was like, doctor gives hedgehog to treat a woman with, you know, cervical pain or something. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of read the article and you're like, well, this is just crazy. Right. And I think it's articles like that or maybe headlines like that that I think might give naturopathic doctors a bad rap.
1: Exactly. And, you know, and just like any profession, um, you know, you can go to someone and really not know who you're going to and what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, naturopaths definitely have gotten a bad rap that way. Um, but there are a lot of really good, qualified naturopathic Mm -hmm. doctors and some really amazing treatment protocols Mm -hmm. that can work wonders, especially someone who's been down that road of traditional medicine, medication after medication side effect after side effect and Mm -hmm.
0: nothing's working right right and you know i have a question to follow up on that but we're going to get to that in the next segment so everyone stay tuned we've got a couple of commercials here and we'll be right back with dr maria wanzak so stay tuned talking alternative radio 24 hours a day
3: That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people.
4: Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Every way you turn, it's left or right spin. Ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. the Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 New York Times. Go to IvoryTowerRadio.com for details. That's IvoryTowerRadio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter.
5: Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking
0: Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and I'm joined by naturopathic doctor, Dr. Maria Wanzak. And again, if anyone is listening and they would like to call in, if they have questions, please do so toll-free at 877-480-4120. Okay, so before the break, we were uh, talking with Maria about what exactly a naturopathic doctor is, how they are credentialed, and how that they're definitely moving more toward the an evidence-based practice and, and able to do more research on the, the uh, tools that they use. So now, Maria, these are just sort of, I guess, logistical questions for, mm-hmm. for people wondering about naturopathic medicine. Is it covered by insurance companies?
1: In some states.
0: In, so it's a Currently, state-by-state,
1: okay. Right, and currently not every state has licensing laws for naturopathic doctors.
0: Yeah, because we were saying in New York they don't.
1: mm, No, they don't, and they're trying very hard. Mm -hmm. They're working really very hard in New York to try to get it licensed. Pennsylvania weren't licensed either. There are currently about um, 17 states Mm -hmm. that have licensing laws, um, including the the U.S. territories of the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. They're all licensed. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, but it's it's very difficult. It, we have a lot of opposition from the American Medical Association. Yep. Of course, that's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very hard, and I think they see us as a threat rather than uh, it could be a really wonderful collaboration.
0: Right, right. That's so, and that's they're a mm-hmm. strong organization.
1: They are very strong. They are very strong. Yeah, because they actually
0: um, opposed a lot when physical therapists were trying to get direct access care. Mm-hmm. They were our biggest opposition. I'm sure. Because then you don't have to go to the doctor. You can go straight to your PT.
1: Right. Right. And they're kind of the gatekeeper, I think. Yes. And um, I think the closest state to us currently would be Connecticut that is licensed. Okay. Um, So really the states that do have licensure, they will have insurance coverage. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm.
0: And what about um, FDA regulations? Are there FDA Mm -hmm. regulations over... You know the the, let's say you're prescribing herbs or you're prescribing supplements. Are Mm -hmm. there do they have regulations within the within your practice? No, no. Um,
1: We're using a lot of you know we're using a lot of companies Mm -hmm. that have to fit some of that regulatory you Uh know. So uh it's it's not an individual kind of a thing. Gotcha. Um, We are using a lot of companies that have their own supplements. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Because over the commercial break, we were talking here, and and uh, Janice, who does our sound so wonderfully, who you spoke to originally, mm-hmm. um, she was saying uh, that she had read that the FDA is really trying to crack down on the sale of um, sort of your over-the-counter yeah, herbal right. supplements and mm-hmm. things like that, so that it would have to be mm-hmm. by prescription. Is that right?
1: Right, they are. And I'm not sure what's happening right now with that. And it mm-hmm. and it it is difficult trying to find you know, it's hard to regulate an herb because yeah. it's grown in different areas and each herb is going to have its own constituents based on where it's grown. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, you walk into a health food store and not every herb is going to be the best herb that you can buy. I see. So that's why, you know, I'm I purchase um, herbs from companies that I know um, are very Trustable. careful in how they're growing their herbs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each herb is a kind of a standardized extract mm-hmm. to make sure that each pill that you're taking or each dose that you're taking is standardized and pretty consistent over time. So I can see the need to try to regulate it. Right. If that's going to be very difficult, though, right? because you can grow your own herbs in your backyard. That's true. That's very true. You know, so that's going to be a little bit difficult. But I, I do think people need to really be careful of where they're purchasing herbs and supplements from because just because it's in a health food store does not mean that it's, it's healthy. healthy and right. good for you and not free of contaminants.
0: Right. And and I think also, like you were kind of alluded to in the first segment, that you know now that they're doing research into different kind of, let's say, herbs or side effects, things like that. I mean, I would think going to a naturopathic doctor who studied for four years and who passed an exam, you know, would know the interaction, let's say, of said herb with maybe other medications you're on. Whereas if you just go to the health food store, you don't know.
1: That's that's exactly, exactly it. We are trained in herb-drug interactions. We have pharmacology as part of our training. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first thing I ask someone that comes in, it's on my sheet, what medications are you taking? Right. So that I know, okay, I can't use this particular herb with that medication. Um, And, yes, it's very important.
0: Right, and I think all that that's also when you're looking for that naturopathic doctor, that's why you want someone who has the degree and who passed boards versus someone, like you said, who just got an online six study for six weeks. They may not know, they probably do not know, the exact right. interactions that you may be having from medication that you're currently on.
1: Right, right. They may not have that information. That's
0: right. correct. Exactly. So now, let's go back to... Uh, someone comes to you, and, and we kind of said this the last time let 's say you know you 're having let 's just take pain okay? pain mm-hmm. chronic pain, and mm-hmm. you 've gone the traditional route. Are you mm-hmm. mainly seeing patients after they 've done the traditional medicine route and have tried you know A, B, C, and D, or are you starting to see more patients come to you initially before going the traditional route?
1: Yeah, I I would say the majority of people right now have already been to their doctor. Mm -hmm. They've already kind of been down that road of medication after medication or treatment after treatment, Mm -hmm. and it's not working. There are quite a few people, though, now, yes, that are starting to come in first and say, okay, I want to deal with this firsthand.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, But I would say, you know, unfortunately, still a lot of people have already been through the gamut of things.
0: Right. Right. And, and so you're getting someone, let's say they have a pain situation, you're not getting someone that's maybe quite so acute, but rather mm-hmm. you're now into the chronic pain state. Right.
1: Right. Now, sometimes with my acupuncture practice, mm-hmm. because um, I will see sometimes more acute situations, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. someone who's just been in a car accident mm-hmm. or someone who's just been hurt at work, and which is great because, as you know, as a physical therapist, you want to get them. Yeah. Early, yes. As early as you can. Absolutely. But unfortunately, the majority of people I'm seeing do have chronic pain.
0: Right, right. And, you know, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, what I'd like to do is maybe have you go through that initial visit. You know, so mm-hmm. what? Sure. let's say you have chronic pain and you're thinking of going to a naturopathic doctor. What can you expect on your first visit to that doctor? Not could, what should you expect? How about that? Okay. Sure. Um, and we'll be right back after this break. So stay tuned.
6: Join the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and the Association for Higher Awareness for two exciting events this fall. Live, just minutes from New York City in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Dr. Judith Orloff will address her bestseller, Emotional Freedom, and Greg Braden will discuss his latest book, Deep Truth Living on the Edge. Are you ready for 12 21 12? Save the dates. Judith Orloff, October 18th, and Greg Braden, November 9th and 10th. For early bird tickets, visit metaphysicalcenterofnewjersey.org or a-h-a-n-j dot net.
3: Hi, I'm Dana.
6: And I'm Don.
5: We are certified certified mediators. mediators. And I
3: am a family and couples licensed therapist and author
1: of Please Don't Buy Me Ice Cream.
5: Our show, New Beginnings, is about helping you and your family recover financially and emotionally and start the beginning of your life.
1: We'll answer your questions on divorce, family court, co-parenting, personal development, new relationships, blending families, and more.
5: Dana and I will bring you to a place of empowerment and belief. That even though marriages may end, families are forever.
1: Join us every Monday starting September 10th at 10 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com.
4: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
0: Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and I'm joined today by Dr. Maria Wonsack. She's a naturopathic physician in Pennsylvania. And again, if anyone has questions or comments, please feel to feel free to call in toll-free at 877-480-4120. So we left off uh, last segment talking about chronic pain, which is what I talk about a lot on this show and a lot of different approaches. Um, So, Maria, let's say you have uh, a patient coming to you. They've been to their traditional doctor. They've been to the PT. Maybe they've had... You know different treatments and tried different drugs and they still have their chronic pain so they come to you what is a first session like what should they what what, do, what should people expect
1: well my first initial visit is one hour long mm-hmm. um, some naturopaths do a little bit shorter some do a little bit longer I find that I can get a lot of information mm-hmm. in one hour um, really it's I have a pretty in-depth intake form it's probably four or five pages I want to know a lot about that patient. Um, I want to know about their past medical history, obviously their current, you know, medical history, what's going on right now, okay. how it happened, that kind of a thing. But I'm also going to go through a review of, of symptoms. I go through a pretty in-depth nutrition profile. What are they eating? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks.
2: Mm-hmm. How
1: much coffee are they drinking? How much water are they drinking? What's their stress level like? Mm-hmm. Um, what are their What's their lifestyle like? Um, what do they do for work? How stressful is work? Mm-hmm. Do they have time to relax? How did How do they relax? Um, things like that. So I want to know a lot about their life, not just the physical aspect of mm-hmm. it. So then, will once I get all of that information, um, we will kind of come up with a treatment plan. And I always start with diet. I always find that people need to tweak their nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, We may do some anti-inflammatory herbs. We might do something topical. Or I might add acupuncture Mm -hmm. um, treatments to their treatment plan because what I have found, the combination of nutrition and herbs and acupuncture has been quite phenomenal for mm-hmm. people as far as chronic pain goes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it depends if it was an injury or if it's some kind of a just wear and tear kind of a chronic pain. Right, right. Or or an underlying cause chronic pain. You know, a, a man might come in with low back pain and have prostate issues. Sure. You know, we need to figure that out. So um, usually, though, if they've gone to their MD, they've they've kind of gone kind that of r- route, and ruled out a lot of should it. hopefully know know that by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of ruled but, out um, the red flags. Yes, yes, it's really important not to overlook that. Yeah. So um, I just want to know a lot of of their. Of their lifestyle and their information and I really make sure that I I meet the patient where they are at you know Mm -hmm. a lot of naturopaths might give you this huge protocol to do well it's all going to go out the window if the patient doesn't do it sure Um, if they have to be compliant in their treatment so if somebody says okay well I can't make all of these dietary changes but I can cut back on my coffee from five cups a day to maybe one or two okay great let's try there uh-huh. let's try getting a little bit more water in rather than none. Right. and so we kind of develop this relationship over time and slowly kind of get to where they want to be
0: right, so you're just sort of grading their treatments yes right and and you know, I think you mentioned a couple of times that you're asking about stress levels and how do they deal with stress, and you know we know that stress can really uh, compound a chronic pain situation due to, you know, the release of Mm -hmm. cortisol and all that other stuff and inflammatory responses in the body. So Mm -hmm. what sort of stuff, and and I've had people on here talk about stress reduction before, but I'm curious to know as to what sort of things do you advocate for people for stress relief?
2: Right.
1: Well, you know, really like the basic things would be diet. What are they eating? Um, Are they having too much caffeine? Are they running on caffeine and sugar? Because Mm. that will certainly make the stress response it's going to make cortisol levels go through the roof and they're Mm -hmm. going to crash.
2: Mm -hmm. So
1: um, I want to make sure that they're having a balanced diet, that they're having regular frequent meals to balance their blood sugar Mm -hmm. so that they don't have sugar crashes, which can make stress a lot worse.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, We probably are going to address adrenal function because your adrenal glands are basically your stress glands. Mm -hmm. And mostly everyone will have some type of adrenal fatigue. I'm not talking like real adrenal disease like, you know, Cushing's disease or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about adrenal fatigue, the day-to-day stresses that slowly drain the adrenal glands and slowly make us very tired. You know, people that just need that coffee in the morning to wake up. They need that afternoon caffeine rush or they need that cookie or that cupcake, something to keep them going. Well, that's adrenal fatigue. Okay. So that's kind of
0: how adrenal fatigue would manifest manifest itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're you're waking up exhausted or you're having trouble sleeping at night. Mm. A lot of people are so tired all day long and then they can't sleep at night. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of that, not all of it, a lot of it, will be adrenal fatigue and it can be treated with certain herbs and supplements. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, you can't just go out and get it yourself because there are certain adrenal herbs or adrenal adaptogens that can raise blood pressure, say. Mm -hmm. So if somebody already has High hypertension issue, they're on medication for high blood pressure, while they go out and take an adrenal supplement, that might raise their blood pressure more uh, and make them feel a lot worse. Right. So mm-hmm. it's really important, again, like we talked about, to find somebody who's qualified mm-hmm. to help them with that.
0: And could that, can an adrenal fatigue issue be uh, mitigated through diet?
1: It can. Oh yes, like I said, the caffeine and the sugar, Ah, caffeine, sugar, caffeine, sugar. That will that will certainly, over time, slowly drain your adrenals. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. And you know, it's. Do you recommend uh, meditation or anything? You know, yoga Mm -hmm. stuff like that.
1: Absolutely. You know, and you probably find in New York, everybody is so busy. And nobody has time for anything. (laughs) It's hard. I mean, I have an infant right now. I know it. It's hard to find time to shower sometimes. Uh But, you know, even that five to ten minutes of deep breathing when you wake up or when you go to bed or when you're in the middle of a stressful situation, Mm -hmm. literally taking two minutes. kind of breathe really deeply, and it's amazing what that can do. And if you can do a yoga class, even once a week
2: Mm -hmm.
1: to try to bring down those stress levels. Mm -hmm. And really, it doesn't have to be the traditional yoga or meditation. It can be reading a book. It can be something that makes that particular individual relax. Whether it's walking outside, reading a book You know, something like that And I try to find it, it's very individualized
0: Yeah, yeah Mm -hmm. And just sort of trying to find that time to take for yourself Right Which is, you know, I try and get my patients to to do that all the time And like you said, when you're in New York City It's not easy Everyone's like, well, I don't have time I don't have time I'm like, you don't have two minutes Like, you can even go onto iTunes and get a guided meditation That's two minutes long Right
1: and listen to it on the subway.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right. Yeah. You can put your iPhone or put your iPad on or iPhone or i whatever right. and just sit on, on your subway commute silently. That's right. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's, that's not a bad idea. That's not yeah. a bad idea. You Cause can that's, find it. <laughs> because believe me, that is a lot of people, um, because once they get to work, I understand you're going nonstop, but mm-hmm. sometimes that... Subway ride, if it's not too crazy, can be maybe the one peaceful time you have all day. That's right. But yeah, I mean, we're, you know, I think in the the realm of chronic pain, at least in the physical therapy world, we're really starting to instead of use that traditional biomedical approach, which is kind of like you said, you're just treating the symptoms. Mm -hmm. We're sort of going to a more biopsychosocial approach, where you're yes, you're looking at it biomedically, but you're also looking at what is their life like.
1: Exactly Because really I mean Disease manifests And it's not only A physical aspect Right There's mental Emotional Spiritual Absolutely. factors Yeah I mean if somebody Is really depressed You know They're going to feel it In their body Yeah They can certainly feel Pain in their body So you have to address that Right And pain can, Chronic pain Can make you depressed That's right <sighs> That's right It's kind of a catch-22 yeah. Sometimes Yeah But you have to address both Or else you're never Really going to get the bottom
0: That's right And and we, we'll continue this In the next segment But just something To think about Going to the next segment Is also um, People's attitudes Toward their illness Toward their pain And toward treatment mm-hmm. You know How does that You know We sort of Talk about the Placebo effect
2: Right
0: And you know It used to be Looked at as Oh placebo effect And that means like you're, It's like a sugar pill You know You're not really right. Treating the person But I had a a person, a physical therapist on a couple of weeks ago. His name was Dr. Louis Puintendora, and he's a a professor at UNLV in their physical therapy program. And he was talking about the placebo effect, not in a negative way, but being the placebo is your expectation that the treatment will work. Right. So, And he found that when people have the expectation that your treatment will work, that the treatment has a greater chance of working. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know your take on that, especially in the homeopathic world and naturopathic world. So we'll get that when we come back from from break. So everyone stay tuned.
4: TalkingAlternative.com
7: Hi, this is Nancy Tatro from SpeakSpin Radio. SpeakSpin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens, and how to make it better. Because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on SpeakSpin Radio.
6: If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com.
3: How's your game? Want to improve your performance, focus, and motivation? Then you need Aspire Athletic Consulting. Stop second-guessing yourself. Move your game to the next level. Bring back the fun of the sport. Help your child build confidence and self-esteem through sports. Contact Dale at Aspire Athletic Consulting for a free 15-minute power session to get unstuck today. Your greatest athletic performance is just a phone call away at 801-604-0294 or visit aspireconsulting.vpweb. Motivational coaching for athletic excellence. Aspire to greatness.
5: Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at Talking Alternative.
0: Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy and Smart. I am joined today by Dr. Maria Wonsack. She's a naturopathic doctor and licensed acupuncturist. And if anyone has any questions, you can call in toll free at 877-480-4120. So we're talking about, you know, kind of going what, what uh, Dr. Wonsack uses when she has that first consultation. And we're sort of talking mainly about chronic pain and So we sort of left off, Maria, saying, you know, there's also the placebo effect in Mm -hmm. which, but looking at placebo is the expectation that it will work. So when you see someone come in and they've gone through X, Y, and Z in traditional medicine and they're coming to you, are they Mm -hmm. coming to you with that attitude of like, well, I've tried everything else, so I might as well try this? Some. Mm -hmm.
1: Some people. Or, you know, some people just look at it. Uh, kind of like, well, you know, I've tried the medication route. I need to try something natural. Mm -hmm. I am so sick and tired of taking these medications because the side effects are awful. Mm -hmm. And really one of, there are actually six principles of naturopathic medicine and kind of one of the principles is doctor as teacher. Mm -hmm. So we educate our patients and literally empower the patient. So, the patient is part of the treatment plan. Right. So I'm not just walking into a doctor's office, okay, here's a prescription, take it to your pharmacy. Um, I'm literally in the room with the patient making a treatment plan together. So they become very empowered, mm-hmm. and so they really are part of that whole treatment process.
0: Right, right. And so, so
1: that's powerful in and of itself.
0: hmm yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, as physical therapists, we try and do the same thing mm-hmm. to get people uh, sort of out of the mentality of having the passive care done to them right. versus being an active participant in their care. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think that that, yeah, that definitely does help, you know, and it's important to get that patient to take responsibility for their own health and to start kind of, I guess, you know, I have patients where they'll come in, I had per, a woman with chronic knee pain, and so she got better, and then, it, it, you know... I saw her last week for the last time and she said, you know, I went out and I danced for five hours and my knee was a little sore, but I just did some of the stretches and then it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of what you want to do. You want to give the peop- the, your patients the tools that they can then take control of their own experience, so right. to
1: speak. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, a lot of times when I'm trying to make nutritional changes for people mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I don't want to give that up. And I'll say, just give me two weeks. Just take it, you know, get it out of your diet for two weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when they start to feel better, great. And then they add it back again and then they feel awful again. Mm. Then they know, okay, gosh, now... I, I did that, so I know now that I can't eat that particular food, mm-hmm. and I, you know I'm not going to feel well. So that puts it kind of right in their power,
0: right, right,
1: really, and how they're going to feel. So um, yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, and obviously it's it's everyone's on a case by case and very individualized uh, basis. But um, you know when we're talking about chronic pain. Which is what I talk about a lot on the show. What are your more more common treatments for that? Given everyone is is very individualized, but if you were to pick your top three, let's say.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, I'm definitely going to be doing acupuncture on someone, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, acupuncture really works phenomenal for decreasing inflammation increasing endorphin levels, increasing blood flow. Um, People really find that sometimes one acupuncture treatment, they start to notice a difference. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes three or four or five for people to notice a difference. I will treat someone once a week Sometimes twice a week if they need it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, as the effects are usually cumulative with acupuncture, mm-hmm. so then we start spreading the treatments out to where they need them. So, with chronic pain, I'm always going to be doing acupuncture. Mm-hmm. I usually put someone, um, depending on, again, what medication they're on, an herbal Mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory. And I do, there's a combination product that I like to use. It's over-the-counter. It's a really great company. I will use that on a lot of the patients as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm going to talk about diet. Yeah. You know, my top three would be diet, herbs, and acupuncture for chronic pain.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And you know, I'm sure that you may get this question a lot, but how do the herbs, or some people use like essential oils, and Mm -hmm. how what is the mechanism by which they work? Because I'm sure you get people who are pretty skeptical of like, well, I mean, I've tried like Actual medication, it didn't work. So how is this herb? Like how how is it that they work? Or or you know, just like regular medications don't work yeah. for some people, I'm sure herbs and essential oils mm-hmm. don't work for some people,
2: right?
1: Absolutely. Um, and you know, really with the with the herbs, I mean, a lot of them have a lot of different actions than just anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. But they're going to work on prostaglandins, just like an anti-inflammatory medication Mm -hmm. would. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are going to have different mechanisms of actions. But the difference, one of the differences um, between an herb and a drug as far as side effects goes, is when you're taking a drug, you're taking an isolated compound Mm -hmm. and and you're kind of just doing, I'm not going to only say one action because there obviously can be different mechanisms of actions for medications as well. But when you're taking an herb, you're taking the entire plant. Or, or say, the whole leaf or the whole root mm-hmm. or the whole berry of that particular plant. Mm-hmm. And all of the constituents work together. You're not just isolating one constituent out of that particular herb. So nature has a really beautiful way of kind of working all of those constituents together. Mm-hmm. And that's why we find when you're taking an herb, a lot of times there aren't really as many side effects as a medication. Um, now, there's something called a standardized extract where they will take a particular plant or an herb or a part of the plant and standardize it to a particular compound that's in the plant. And you'll see that on the label with a standardized to. A certain percentage of this compound But you still have The whole herb in there as well It's just making sure That that particular compound Is consistent In each of the capsules
0: I see in all of the bottles. I see. So So is that something you want to look for if you're buying? Do you want to look for something that says standardized? Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know what? Because a lot of the research studies, Mm -hmm. they are done on that particular compound. I see. So they'll say, you know, um, I don't know, green tea, for instance, Uh polyphenol, say, or... um, there's, there's a certain compound in each of the herbs, and it will be standardized to a certain percentage. So, yes, it is important to look for that when you're doing um, herbs.
0: Okay. All right. That's a good tip for people, I think. Um, so now, are you getting patients coming to you, let's say they've been on an opioid mm-hmm. of, of some sort, whether it be a Vicodin or a Percocet, mm-hmm. which can sometimes be very hard to get a person off of that. Yeah. So yeah. what... I think off of it for a number of reasons. Number one, because the body sort of adapts and it kind of gets addicted to it. Number two, I think mentally people get addicted to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, what what do you say to someone that comes in and says, because as a PT we get it a lot that, you know, the only thing that really helps my pain is if I take two Vicodin. Right. And you're like, God, like, that is the last. Like, of, of course you want to try and get them off of that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. how do you sort of do that safely in your yeah. practice? I,
1: I find, well, first of all, I, because I didn't put them on that medication, I can't take them off of that mm-hmm. medication. Mm-hmm. But what I tell people is when they do want to get off medications, obviously they always need to check with their doctor. Right. But I will do particular interventions, and most of the time, my acupuncture patients are the ones that are taking the Vicodin Mm -hmm. or the Percocet, Mm -hmm. Um, and once they start to see that they're getting better pain management Mm -hmm. with the acupuncture or with the herbs or with whatever we're doing, Mm -hmm. then they can go back to their doctor and say, hey, listen, can I start reducing my dose? Okay. And... A lot of times, I can start getting people lowering their doses and Percocet, and I, they're they're very very powerful medications, yes. as you know. Yes. They're very it's very hard and psychologically it's very difficult for people to get off of them. Yeah, but I can do it over time. Okay, you know the patient has to be patient, obviously, yeah. and their doctor has to be willing to help mm-hmm. and to be a part of that process
0: right right and I think you know a takeaway from from that whole process what you just said is that you didn't put them on the medication right so they really have to work with their doctor to come off of that and I think that's for for anyone regardless of whether they're going to a PT or they're just starting to feel better on their own that it's important to talk to their doctor on how to lower the dosage of that
1: and if something as powerful as that, yeah, um, you can't just stop it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even, or even something like a cholesterol medication or oh, a high blood pressure not. medication, yeah. you can't just stop it because you're going to have all of these rebound effects and end mm-hmm. up feeling quite awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's important to really kind of. So if you're on medication uh, and you're going to see a naturopathic doctor, I think it's important to for you as a naturopath to communicate with their with their regular physician who has them on this Mm -hmm. medication Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and, and for the patient to be aware that just because you're going to a naturopath, like you said, you just don't come off your, your cholesterol medication. Right. So I think that's important for a lot of people to know and to realize out there. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're just going to sort of wrap things up. So everyone stay tuned. Talking alternative radio. 24 hours a day.
6: Join the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and the Association for Higher Awareness for two exciting events this fall, live just minutes from New York City in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Dr. Judith Orloff will address her bestseller, Emotional Freedom, and Greg Braden will discuss his latest book, Deep Truth Living on the Edge. Are you ready for 12 12? Save the dates. Judith Orloff, October 18th, and Greg Braden, November 9th and 10th. For early bird tickets, visit metaphysicalcenterofnewjersey.org or a h a n j dot net.
3: Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you.
4: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
0: back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and I'm joined today by Dr. Maria Wanzak. She is a naturopathic doctor uh, practicing in Pennsylvania. So, you know, like I said, Maria, it goes by so fast, so we have like five minutes here to kind of wrap things up, <laughs> but um, what I would love is what are, you know, the most important points that you, you would like the listeners to take away from our discussion today?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is to make sure that they find a qualified naturopathic doctor, um, and I will say uh, the website, again, it's www.naturopathic.org. That is the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians website, and they can find a doctor on there. Um, it really keep an open mind about natural medicine. Mm-hmm. It is certainly not a quick fix. It's not one pill that you can take Mm -hmm. um, like traditional medicine is you have to be willing to change things, change your diet, maybe change your lifestyle, maybe add some things, take some things away Um, but I definitely think that you have to be open to it and literally give yourself some time for your body to adjust and it can work wonders.
0: Okay, and I think that they are great takeaways for our listeners. So, Maria, again, thank you so much for taking the time out and taking the time away from your your newborn child for today. Uh,
1: thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, uh, it was great. And everyone, um, make sure to tune in next week. I'll be interviewing career and life coach Hillary Rubin on how to create uh, true lasting changes in your life and in your career. So uh, everyone... Be sure to tune in for that. And in the meantime, stay healthy, wealthy, and smart.
4: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
7: Hi, this is Nancy Tatro from SpeakSpin Radio. SpeakSpin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens, and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on SpeakSpin Radio.
3: The Conscious Consultant Helping conscious people be better business people
5: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com Now broadcasting 24 hours a day
6: This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media, small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting.
4: Are you concerned about the future of your business or career? Would you like it all to just be better? Well, the way to do that is through better communication. And the best way to do that is training from the team at Improving Communications. This is Larry Sharp, host of the Ivory Tower Radio Program and director at Improving Communications. Does your office need better leadership, customer service, sales, or maybe better writing or speaking skills? Could they be better at dealing with confrontation, conflicts, touchy subjects? All are covered here at Improving Communications. If you're in the New York City area, stop by one of our public classes, or get your human resources in touch with us. The website is improvingcommunications.com, that's improvingcommunications.com. Improve your professional environment, be more effective, be happier, and make more money. Improving Communications. That's the answer. talkingalternative.com